Nedarim Davted Zain, the last thing we were discussing, was a person who swore that he's not going to sleep or speak or walk. He's Asur because a swear uh, goes on in action. If a person said, Korban lo chalecha, which could be understood as a, a, a not complete swear or a not or a neder that didn't mean anything, and, th- and therefore he's mutar. If a person said ha korban it's mutar. Lo korban lo chalecha is also mutar. And with that, we're starting the Gemara Tetzayin Amud Aleph, the first line in by the Gemara, and we're asking a question: Mani matnitin? Who's our Mishnah like that middle part where it says Ha Korban Chalecha is mutar? It sounds like Korban Chalecha would be asur. It would be to be meirhi. Because he said before on Daf Yud, if a person said Ha Korban that I'm going to eat from you, it's mutar. And it sounds like if he said Korban, what I'm going to eat from you is asur. It can't be Rabbi Yehuda because if it's Rabbi Yehuda, lo shanele korban, lo shanele ha korban. Tem doesn't make a difference. Korban, no korban. As long as you didn't, if you didn't add that kaf in the beginning, if you didn't say the dish is going to be like a korban, ke korban, then you didn't say anything. So you have to say it's Rabbi Meir. The problem is, emasef. I look at the end of our Mishnah. It says le korban lo chalecha mutar. If someone said le korban, I'm not, I'm not going to eat from you, is mutar. Behat nan. But we said before that if you le korban lo chalecha. Rabbi Meir Oser, Rabbi Meir is Oser in that type of situation. What's the reason? Because Naasaki Omel le korban It's as if he's saying that this should be a korban. Therefore, he can't eat. So, which one is it? If it could it be Rabbi Meir or could it not? And the Gemara says no. Lakashat, not not a not a contradiction. Ha de Amar le korban. If uh, when we said before that. Le korban, I'm not going. Go, I'm not going to eat, and it's asur. It's talking about where he said le korban with like a sheva under the lamed, and therefore it sounds like it's going to be for a korban. And ha, and when we said le korban lo chalecha is mutar, it's talking about the amar la la korban. It's, it's with like a petah under the lamed of korban, meaning de la have korban kamar. It sounds like he's saying it's not going to be a korban. And as we explained before, the difference would be is if there's a dagesh in the kof or not. Next, the Mishnah says, lach. I swear I'm not going to eat from you. Ha lach. Or he said, I swear that I'm going to eat from you. Lo lo or he said, no swear that I'm not going to eat from you. And all these cases is asur. And in all these cases, I could infer one thing from another. I could I could understand that, uh, what, what, let's say in the last case, lo lo that means whatever I'm not going to eat is not going to be a swear, meaning whatever I'm going to eat is going to be a swear. And when it comes to swears, even Rabbi Meir would agree. Remember we said Rabbi Meir holds that the condition has to be both, uh, both ways. That's talking about money. That's talking about vows where you're osir someone's money on you but when it comes to swears it's a total different story that's already sur and therefore yes he will understand from uh you'll understand a negative from a positive positive from a negative even though he didn't complete the condition and the gemara starts with the statement it sounds like the means that i'm not going to eat the problem is or mean who um, we know in the Torah it says, If someone wants to swear to do something bad or to do something good, Lehara means a person saying, I'm not going to eat something. Lehativ means someone saying, I'm going to do something. Meaning the regular swear that Torah is talking about something that's going to happen in the future. But when a person says, Anything a person says, that's even on things on the past. 
So, or mean who? We have a braytat says, Shavuot, Shtayim, Shem, Arba. Swears are two, they're really four. From the Torah, Shavuot, Shavuot, I'm going to eat and not going to eat. And then from the Drasha is Shavuot, Shavuot, what I ate and I didn't eat. And midika amar shochal v'shelochal shachalti v'shelochalti. When you're bringing me four and says I'm going to eat, not going to eat, or what I ate or I didn't eat, miklal. It sounds like the shochal lecha. When a person says I'm going to eat, da'achil namashma. Sounds like I'm going to eat, not like what our Mishnah is trying to say that shochal lecha means that I'm not going to eat. So which one is it? What is shochal lecha? Am I going to eat or am I not going to eat? So Amar Abaye really shochal shetel shonot mashma. Shochal can sound like uh, I'm going to eat, and it can also sound like I'm not going to eat. Meaning, hayum misarvin bolechol. If people are trying to push him to eat, Amar achil na achila, and he's saying I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat. Vetu, and then afterwards he says shevuaja shochal. Okay, fine, I swear I'm going to eat. Okay, then we understand that achil na mashma means he's going to eat. About Amar lo achil na lo achil na. But if he's saying no, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to eat vetu, and then he said Amar shevuaja shochal. I swear. Where I'm gonna eat? What shochal here mean? Deloachil nakamar. He means I'm not going to eat. So Rav Amar he explains the difference. Shochal deshvua sheiochal kamar. When someone is swearing, he's saying shochal means I'm not going to eat, and that's the right girsa in our Mishnah. Mishnah really should say sheiochal. The Gemara says if that's the right girsa, im ken pshita and simple. What's the chidush? My memra. What's what's the chidush? The guy swore he's not going to eat. No, the Gemara explains about the tema. I would have thought mekam l'shnahi did kile. I could have said that really he wanted to say shochal that I'm going to eat, and then he got mixed up and he said sheiochal. And when someone says that, maybe we shouldn't be oserim, meaning the guy just made a mistake. Kabash malan, we don't say that. Once he said iochal, that means he's asur. That was Rav Asher's answer. Now Abaye lo amar tam keravashe. Abaye doesn't hold like Ravashe because they look at the because our Mishnah doesn't say Sheyochal. Rather, it says that the person says Sheyochal. And the reason Ravashe moved away from Abaye's reason because he also holds that when someone says Sheyochal, it could also mean two things. Meaning, if people are pushing him to eat, he's saying, I'm not eating, I'm not eating. But he's being sarcastic. I'm, what am I not going to eat? I'm not going to eat. And then, then he said, Then he said, I swear. Then it doesn't make a difference what he said. Whether he said, I swear, whether he swore that he's not going to eat. We understand that he's trying to say that I'm swearing that I'm going to eat by you. Meaning you could tell he's just being sarcastic. Now, you could also understand the language of as where he's saying, I'm not going to eat. Meaning what Rav Asher is trying to say is, if we all like Abaye, where Shochal can mean this or that, then Shelochal could also mean this or that, and you should have mentioned it also. Ella, you have to say, this is what Rav Asher is explaining, Tana paska sheochal da'achil namashma. The Tana was posek. That when a person says sheochal, it means that I'm going to eat. Vishelochal, when a person says I'm not going to eat, means lochal mashma. It means I'm not going to eat. And not like what Abaye said. Next Mishnah. Zechomer bishvot mibindarimo. We just learned in the last Mishnah where a person can swear that I'm not going to eat. That that is the homer of bishvuot mebindarim. That's the stringency that where that's where shavuot 
swears are more strict than vows because they could go even on the, uh, an action like sleeping, like eating. However, Homer bin Darim Bishvot, but vows do have a stringency over swears. Ketzad how? Amar konam sukkah shaniyos. If a person vowed that he's not going to make a sukkah, lulav shenotel, I'm not shaking a lulav. Tefillin shenimaniyah. He vows he's not going to put on tefillin. Bin Darim asur bishvot mutar. With vows, he's asur to do the mitzvah. When it comes to swears, he's allowed to do the mitzvah. Shenish vayin avor al mitzvot. You cannot swear to go against the mitzvah. Now, the Gemara starts, now, the, the Gemara didn't understand it originally the way we understood it, that that first line in the Mishnah is going on the last Mishnah. They originally thought that Zehomer Bishvot Mindarim is going on our actual Mishnah over here. And it sounds like Homer, when it says Homer Bishvot Mindarim, Michalal, what do you understand? Denederu, that it is a neder. It's just not as strict as a swear, but the problem is ha mutarkatane. But then at the end it says that it's mutar. So the Gemara was feeling lost. So the Gemara explains, no, that line is going on the end of the last Mishnah, where it says, I swear I'm not going to sleep, I'm not going to speak, I'm not going to walk Asur. And over there, that is the stringency of swears over vows, that it works on the action. And now, the language of the Mishnana fits in perfect, that when we're saying, means it works, it works by a vow also. Meaning, we don't want people going around vowing left and right, so we want to control people. So, the neder counts. Even if you said it in a weird way, where a person said, for example, Konam a person saying, Konam, I'm not going to, to sleep. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, We saw that there is a stringency by vows over swears. You can't swear to go against the mitzvah, but you could with a vow. So, Amarav Gidal Amarav, Rav Kana taught that Rav Gidal said in the name of Rav, Rav Taviyomei Matnein, Rav Taviyomei, he brought under Hashem Rav Gidal Amar Shemuel, he brought in the name of Shemuel. How do we know you don't swear to go against a mitzvah? A person cannot go against his word. He cannot go against his own words. But he could go against his own words when it comes to Shamaim. So for his own stuff, he cannot go against the swear. But when it comes to Shamaim, you could. So the Gemara asks the obvious question. Then, Wait a second. Then why is it that by a vow, it says also that a person cannot go against his own words? But with a swear also, it sounds like a person cannot go against his words. Meaning... If you're understanding by a vow that you could go against Hashem's word, then you should be able to use the same drasha and go against Hashem's word by a shavuah. So Amar Abaye, Abaye explains, no, you have to switch the words. Why by a vow does it work? Because he said, I'm not going to have any benefit from a sukkah. And when he says, I swear I'm not going to have any benefit from the sukkah. So this language works by a vow, but when it comes to Shavuah, it can't work if you're going against the mitzvah because you already swore by Harsinai that you're going to keep the mitzvot. 
Now, Amar Abba, Abba doesn't like this because were mitzvot given for us to enjoy, to have benefit from? No, you do the mitzvah because Hashem told you to do mitzvah, not because you're supposed to enjoy it. Ela Amar Abba, Abba fixes it. Ha de Amar Yishivat Sukala. When someone vows that I'm not going to, that I'm vowing the sitting in the sukkah on myself, he say he's all say the sitting part. Then okay, then uh, he didn't mention any hana, and therefore it's asur. And then the other one, by swear, he swears not to sin a sukkah. Well, too bad you already swore on Har Sinai. And by the way, the Ran over here explains that even Rabbah didn't get the language uh, perfectly correct. Rather, maybe he said that uh, he's vowing the sukkah on his sitting. It has to remember the vow has to be on something. Very interesting, Mahlok uh, Dovir Ran to support exactly how to fix Rabbah's question. Either way, I think my better question. Wait a second. Did we learn not that you can't swear to go against the mitzvah from here? We learned it from a different place. Let's say a person swore to go against the mitzvah and he did, and ended up didn't uh, go against the mitzvah. So let's say a person swore he's not going to put on tefillin tomorrow morning and tomorrow morning he put on tefillin. Maybe he's supposed to give a korban because he went against the swear. When it comes to swearing, it says to do good or to do bad. The same thing when we're saying to do something good means something that you're allowed to do. Like swearing he's going to eat uh, something that is mutar to him. We're not talking about a person who's swearing to eat hametz on Pesach or swearing to eat on Yom Kippur. We're talking about someone who's doing something that he's allowed to do. Same thing when someone is not doing something. It also has to be reshut, not doing something that he's allowed to do. It's coming to, to exclude a case for someone who, who swore that he's not going to do a mitzvah and then he did the mitzvah that he doesn't have to give a korban because he has no permission to, to not do a mitzvah. So we learned it from We did not learn it from the Pasuk So the Gemara explains that you need one pasuk to tell me that if he did the mitzvah he doesn't have to give a korban and that pasuk of is talking about someone who went against his swear to do a mitzvah if he did it by mistake and the other pasuk of if someone on purpose went against his swear not to do a mitzvah that he doesn't get the makot because the swear didn't even start. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.